Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) This has been a quick week. (laughs) Oh, it has been a quick week. It has. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. And over here, actually good. So Tribeca is on, which is a big film festival. And um, I think everybody acknowledges how hard the year has been. And we're still not totally out of the woods. So this year, they're offering a lot of free film screenings outside. Oh, wicked. For free, as long as you register. So we like registered for a number of films and we're seeing like the Tribeca Film Festival for free. So wicked. I know it's actually really exciting because this wouldn't ordinarily, you know, yes, you can kind of sit in queue and get into it, but you know, you'd be paying like 30 bucks each or something like that. But anyway, so um, there's been some screenings like at this pier on the Hudson River. Um, And I will say we went yesterday, it started raining and it was a bit cold. So maybe there's a bit of a downside to doing Mm. outdoor screenings on the Hudson River, Uh, but glorious. And I got to see Whoopi Goldberg in person yesterday because she was curating. I know, she's fabulous. (laughs) Best. So hilarious. And she was wearing this phenomenal outfit. Uh, It was like this art piece, this wearable art piece. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you're so fabulous. Oh, she does wear some far out stuff, doesn't she? Far out. Fair play to her. I think there was this like screen print of like somebody suffocating in plastic. <laughs> it was wow. so awesome. I know. I know. So like somebody was, I don't know. It was, it was, it was super art. It was super, yeah. but super slick and amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, that I know. sounds amazing. How come your life always sounds really glamorous? <laughs> that, that's so funny. Cause I'm like, oh, it didn't feel glamorous when it started raining and all of us sort of like headed to the porta potties to try to come into cover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, great to have that experience though and yeah. have that opportunity. That's it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was good times. Yeah. How has your week been? Um, yeah, had a good week actually. The weather was has really taken a good turn <gasps> for the best. So oh. it's just been delightful. It makes it feel like you're on holiday every day. The, wow. When you get up in the morning and the sun's shining before kind of eight, nine o'clock, you can already feel the heat of the day. It's just <gasps> yeah. beautiful. Wonderful. Everything just seems so much easier. We made it, um, we had a lovely barbecue yesterday in the garden and it just feels easier when the sun's shining and you can eat nice food outside, it tastes better. It just, everything just feels so much better. I was made for sunshine. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, and I, you know, just short weeks ago was like blustery and windy and cold and everything. And just, I know that when that weather turns, it's like, ah, we were made for this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So oh, yeah, just beautiful. living the dream, enjoying oh, the sunshine. Yes. It makes you want to eat healthy food, nice salads yes. and light dishes. And yeah, and I'm drinking yeah. my mint and uh, lemon and cucumber water. So oh, nice. I f- I'm feeling very wholesome. And I even did yoga this morning for the first <gasps> time in months. Yay. So I- I'm feeling good. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And Imagine if, well, maybe that's why people in LA look amazing because it's just yeah. nice and warm there all year round. Yes. <laughs> maybe that's what we need is just some warm weather. Maybe yeah. six months of living in complete like gray, rainy nonsense. Maybe that's the reason why we don't do yoga and eat well. 
Exactly. Yeah. 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 We, we just need to live in LA and have a personal trainer. And I think you're right, chef. actually. I'm liking the sound of that. I know, right? <laughs> Get me a flight. <laughs> I know, exactly. Give me this personal, this chef who, and I was even thinking, I was like, maybe I should go vegan because I'm really like, there's just documentary after documentary about our carbon footprint and about mm. how everything would be better if we were to eat vegan. And I'm like, man, that sounds awesome. Totally on. Don't know how to cook. Don't know how to prepare food. If I could have a personal chef, I'd be so vegan. It would be awesome. <laughs> I'd be like the best vegan ever. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Oh. We were talking at the weekend about uh, whether we should eat less meat whilst mm. we took it into a barbecue that was yeah. full of meat. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But we is, were yeah. saying maybe we should eat less meat. And mm. I have started to eat more, um, have more kind of days in the week where I would, where I would eat vegetarian. Yeah. Not intentionally, just a yeah. kind of, just thinking actually I don't really need as much meat in my diet yeah yeah I think that's the truth I think it's the way yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely I'm not ready to fully give it up though I have to say I mean I don't think we have to give it up I think just reducing makes a huge difference I couldn't live without bacon sandwiches I'm sorry ah are bacon sandwiches is that like a thing from the northeast of England I think it's just generally an English thing like oh bacon butty um full English breakfast oh yeah. Ah, the bacon. Yeah. I think you could probably tuck away, a few away, and eat avocados the rest of the time. Yeah. I like yeah. a bit of avocado with my bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Actually, that yeah. is a pretty nice combination. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Oh, right. You're making me hungry now. Well, well, before you, yeah. you get off to lunch, can you tell me about what's going on at the Relationship Desk of Love? I can. Excellent. <laughs> now, would you ever think... It would be a bad idea to hold hands with your partner. Um, not if they have COVID right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's the only other time that I would be like, stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Is it possible that there's other reasons beyond COVID that it would be a bad idea to hold hands? Yes, there are. Oh, tell me more. Okay. So I've just, I read, I read this this morning. I thought, oh, I'm going to share this with the mm-hmm. lovely listeners. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing lovelier than a walk hand in hand with your partner or a stroll beside a friend or a family member. But in future, you might want to pick up the pace. Scientists of Purdue University found that couples often decrease their speed when walking together and even more so when they're holding hands. Oh, yes. So... Of course, the researchers say that any exercise is better than no exercise. But next time you're out for a stroll, consider picking up the pace and maybe not holding hands so that you can increase oh, your yeah. heart rate and have, have some extra. Have a more extra... productive workout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So apparently not holding hands when you're walking. I'm not sure I like the advice, I have to oh, say. But oh, my gosh. You're right. I can see. I can see why. I mean, no, completely, because if you're ambulating with the swing of both arms, that's how we actually charge forward. And if we're holding hands with somebody, we're taking away one of those ambulatory, like the momentum devices that we have. Yeah. We're literally like cutting our own arm off almost. Yeah. And we're slowing down in pace. So it's the pace that's A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So this is not a, a good thing. Are you a, I'm not a regular walk hand in hand person. Me and my dude oh, are not. Yeah. Oh, really? You guys are like yeah. walk hand in hand people. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. and you're meanders. You walk through the town. Yeah, we do meandering. Meander. Yeah, but now <gasps> oh, I'm kind of feeling like that's just oh. spoiled for me now. I feel like I can't oh, hold hands. No. Can't stroll. 
Oh, but you can, you can. I just, that might not be the activity where you're going to get a high heart rate elevation. No, I could think of some other activities that would do that. Though. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and there you might be ha- holding two hands. <laughs> See, but that's wonderful. So as long as you don't pile on the expectation of that walk being a a high cardiovascular output activity, then you a walk is just a walk. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I feel like I don't ever want to take away from Sarah um, affection, little touch on the shoulder, or walking hand in hand. Like I feel like those things are sacrosanct. They are without them, important. you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need to create the connection. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I think this advice would be very helpful for folks who are wondering why those romantic walks are not giving them the workout results that they're looking for. So this could be like, oh, this could be a bit of an aha moment. But for all those like lovers who walk with hands entwined, don't stop. Perfect. I will. Thank you. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> oh. Uh, so. Would you like a hot topic? Oh yes, please, let's go. Let's do it. Today's hot topic is how to like being single. Oh yes, I think this is very important. (laughs) This is very important. Um, And I face this a lot with clients who... um, Clients tend to come to me in two different stages. One is um, they are walking out the door of their relationship and about to face a single life, uh-huh. or they are in a relationship but unhappy and they want to they want to get out of the unhappiness and mm-hmm. and move away from an unhealthy position. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this subject comes up quite a lot with clients. Mm-hmm. I feel like if people could. Um, overcome or face the fear of being single, they could actually start to look at their decisions with a lot more clarity. Yeah, absolutely. Not to say that, you know, oh, once they discover that single is not so bad, everyone's going to choose it. But just to say, like, at least don't let this be this box, unopened box that is scary and undiscovered. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that we feel like we have to be in a relationship. There's yeah. There's so much, and I, and I don't know whether it's changing with kind of the younger generation, but I would say from our generation, because we're a similar age, there was always this pressure around being in a relationship. So when you weren't mm-hmm. in a relationship, mm-hmm. it's the, oh, so when are you going to meet somebody? Or mm-hmm. um, you, you get kind of people who were in couples who then try and force other people to be in couples when maybe it just might not be your thing. Maybe you're Absolutely. having a break. Maybe you're taking some time out. But I think because of that society pressure, people can often stay in relationships too long. Uh-huh. They can um, be terrified to leave because they don't want mm-hmm. to be by themselves. Because we've created this view that being single is bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like so not true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just like a big massive fat lie that somebody yeah. conjured up. And yes. maybe it was made like by Hallmark, the card people or some jeweler <gasps> or something. It'll be oh, kind of, do yes. you know what I mean? There's something uh-huh. behind it where we've all been some propaganda that has to convince us that we have to be in a relationship. Oh, we've been hoodwinked. I think so. And the weird thing is a lot of us don't even ever get a chance to find out the truth because we just hop between relationships something that's been so illuminating is um, my very strong close friend and she's raising her child and she tells me about like how she can there is a real fear from her married friends that they don't like they're cautious to hang out with her because there's this weird like 
there's this weird freedom. It's kind of like being a witch. Like, you know, oh, what if we hang out with the single independent woman? Like, what's going to happen to us? Um, (laughs) There's even more of a fear of these women's husbands being around her, like lest the husband's sort of like, you know, uh, sleepwalk into her bedroom or something like that. (laughs) It's it's a very weird thing. Like people are, she talks about how people are, are very uncertain around around her like like a singlehood like a, a disease that spreads like if mm. i get too close is that going to happen to me through her eyes i'm i'm discovering this whole world i'm discovering our fear because i'm yeah. seeing it through her eyes and she's mm. she's having a peachy life like her life is amazing it's on her terms everything is like super super pleasant super calm and peaceful and she's like this life is pretty awesome yeah but so many people are scared yeah it's weird isn't it it's super weird yeah. Yeah. And no wonder people are then just terrified on the other side. They're terrified to leave a relationship. They're terrified to not be in a relationship. And it just yeah. leads to bad choices. <laughs> it does lead to bad choices. Absolutely. <laughs> so singlehood is not that bad. So tell us about singlehood. Yeah. I was one of those people that was in a relationship continuously, not through any kind of trying or because I didn't want to be by myself. It just never really happened. Mm-hmm. And I would always meet somebody and then have like relationship again. And this is part of the reason why my poor fella had to face the nope, I don't want to go out. Oh, yes. (laughs) Conversation. Because I was adamant that I was going to be single. I was adamant. I was like, I've been in a relationship too long. This is ridiculous. I am a grown woman. I've barely not been in a relationship. I need some time to be on my own. Mm -hmm. And I was having a great time. I was. I think I did. Did I have a time before that? Actually, there might have been a brief time before that as well where I was single. And again, it was it was great because you get like um, my best advice is just to say yes to everything. Um, So I ended up doing things that I never would have done. I went on a trip to London by myself Mm. and I met other people while I was there. Like I'd kind of arranged to meet people. So I wasn't totally on my own all weekend, but Mm -hmm. equally kind of I look back and I think, well, I could have happily have spent the whole weekend to myself. Mm, Um, So you get to say kind of yes to things and um, you get to please yourself. You can be quite selfish when you're single. I think in terms of creating your own life, you can get to eat whatever you want, whenever you want to eat it. Yes, no one's being like, are you getting more ice cream? <laughs> yeah, you know, if you want to have chip and dip for dinner, go for it. Because yes, there's nobody yes. else that you've got to please, right? Exactly. So, yeah. you know, if you want if you want to roll out the antipasti because you can't be able to cook, that's fine. Oh my gosh, yes. So yeah, so you get to do kind of all of those things. But I remember um, reading lots of things like years ago about being single. And it said to really basically... Um, have a relationship with yourself so it sounds a bit weird but kind of make plans for yourself so don't not go out for dinner just because you're on your own like um you know if you want to go and um have like a nice brunch somewhere go and do it Mm -hmm. um if you want to go and have a glass of wine in a outside of a pub on a sunny afternoon go and do it like there shouldn't be anything that kind of stops you from doing whatever you want to do and i i used to travel a lot for work so i would i was quite used to going out and having dinner by myself Mm -hmm. and it really doesn't bother me um Mm. you know i could be in london and go and and order kind of a nice lunch or sit outside a cafe and I would feel totally comfortable but I know that not everybody would feel like that right but there's no reason why you shouldn't create these little mini dates for yourself so you know book yourself a spa day go and or go down to the local pool and enjoy the afternoon you know you can create Mm. have a little movie night 
Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. As opposed to Netflix and chill in your sweatpants, like a yeah. movie night, like, you know, class it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Put on something like a dress with a waistband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I got a low bar for uh, coming out of COVID. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool. That's like an, that's an amazing manifesto. There's so much, like there's so much that you realize that you have been compromising on. When you get to spend time with yourself, you realize like, oh, this is what it feels like to live a, like a, on my own terms. Yeah. And not that compromise is bad necessarily, but you don't have to compromise at all when you're with yourself, like not a single bit. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it really is, if you've been in a relationship for like ever, then it is important to, if you do decide that you are going to be single for a period of time, really to embrace that and to to use that time to find out who you are, Mm -hmm. because it will stand you in good stead when you do then decide I want to have a relationship because you'll be a lot stronger, you'll be more confident in yourself, you'll understand yourself better, you particularly if you've just always been in a relationship you kind of don't know who you are anymore it's like you you lose sight of who you are and what makes you happy so you get to experiment you get to try lots of different things you get to you know do some personal development so really understand where some of your own challenges are in life and then work on how to overcome that if you you know if you struggle with anxiety or any other you know or childhood trauma like anything like that it's a real good chance to take that time and really work through some of that with some help and support to do it but there's just so many different options aren't there oh my gosh there is do whatever you like it's true you can live wherever you want you can yeah get up whatever time you want yes <laughs> you can sleep whatever on the time couch. you want yeah. yeah yeah so can I ask you a hard question that might yes. not have an answer so we hear so and the thing is and I know you and I know the creed by which you live and I every single thing that you say here I know is like fact because mm. I know that this is how you live you've walked the talk but we we read a lot of this and this is coming to life because I'm hearing it from you so I, I really get it. like this is inspirational because it's coming from you but the actual words we read a million one times, can you give us that compelling argument that's the game changer of this concept, the thing that we haven't heard yet before? I'm really setting you up for, this is a big setup, but like, <laughs> what's the way to put a lot of these things into a perspective that really hits us home? What I would say is, if we look at the situation, instead of looking at it from the things that we're missing out on, so what am I going to miss by not being in a relationship? If you turn it on its head and say, what do I stand to gain by not being in a relationship? Mm-hmm. So what are all the things that I've maybe wanted to do? Maybe you wanted to take up a new hobby and you've never mm-hmm. been able to do it because you haven't got the time. Mm-hmm. So really looking at it from a place of freedom and opportunity and mm-hmm. having a real chance to create the life that you've always wanted to rather than seeing it as something that you're fearful of or you think you're going to be missing out on something. Oh my gosh. You know, they always say when one door closes, another door opens. So it's really thinking about, well, what am I opening the door to? What's on the other side for me? And feeling really excited about that because there's there's a whole new space to be able to create something that you've never had before. Oh, that sounds compelling. I think that sounds like the game changer. And actually what, what that made me think about is, um, have you ever done an accounting of like, if you are in a relationship, have you ever done an accounting of the things that you do in the time that you spend that you do for somebody else and not yourself? 
so if you end up like if you're somebody who um, doesn't like watching a film in the evening or doesn't like going out for a walk on a Wednesday night, but your partner wants to, for yeah. example, like you do mm. it for your partner, it's like nice bonding time. But to do an accounting of all the things you do in the week that it's for somebody else and mm. not for yourself. And if you pool that time and imagine what if I had that 12, 14 hours in a week and I had it all to myself? Yeah. How many hours in a week would you free up if you were not doing something that you didn't want to do, but you were just mm. doing it because of your partnership? Yeah. That just makes me think of the children. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> All the things that you do for the kids. And then when oh. they leave home, it makes me oh. think of like empty nest, right? So people get empty nest syndrome when their children uh, grow up and leave home. But that and that kind of made me think of that. Well, actually, what are all the things that you've got to do for the kids and then they go on? So there's some opportunity there, isn't there? Oh, this is huge. So maybe like living single, the same applies to being an empty nester. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was kind of what came up for me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, cool. So if you figure that there's, well, not 12 hours a week, like 90 hours a week of like <laughs> yeah. the things you do for your kids that all of a sudden disappears when your kids sort of leave the nest. Yeah then rather than just fearing that and feeling empty and lost is yeah. start to open the door. It's almost, it's like your single life. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day whose um, children were coming back from university and they were complaining because the parents were never in. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Cause we're used to having a life now because yeah. you've left home and we don't have to be yeah. there 24 seven. Well, that sounds like a healthy way. Yeah. yeah. They're it's, discovering their single life. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Oh, so that's this does have cross applicability, mm. which is um, when you find one relationship changing, leaving, yeah, evolving, is that that door will that season will end, and then there's a new season that can come in its place. But I agree with what you're saying is a lot of us just don't open the doors, so we kind of sit in us in the period where we're sort of focusing on the loss, and we're kind of maybe sitting on the couch with a tub of ice cream in our sweatpants being sad when really like there's a big door we're just too scared to open. Yeah. Okay, I think this is the perspective shift that I have not read in a magazine yet, which makes me uh, feel a little bit more excited to open the door and peek and see what's inside. Yeah. And you don't have to wait to, you don't have to be out of a relationship to be single, to take yourself out. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that as well. It is about, I think, it's never too late to start to have a relationship with yourself mm -hmm. and the more you can get comfortable with who you are and what makes you happy and the things that make you smile the more you'll be able to create that in your life and then the happier you'll be cool mm. actually what I like is that this topic has kind of evolved from you know single life to all sorts of definitions but the whole central thing is is you're coming out of a certain relationship being defined a certain way and you're starting to peek in and really dive deep into yourself, which could be yeah. when any relationship of yours is evolving, your your relationship as a parent, your relationship as a partner, whatever mm. that might be, yeah. in or out of a relationship. Yeah, you don't even have to leave a relationship to go on this journey. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So let's all start discovering who we are as people. <laughs> that sounds good. Next podcast will be like, so what do you do when you discover some crazy ass shit about yourself? <laughs> Next week, let's talk about how to deal with the shit you resurrect <laughs> that you unearth. Yeah. I love it. Nice. All right. Okay. Is it time for a question? Oh, yes, I think it is. All right. 
this week's question. There is a 15-year age gap between me and my partner. Will it last? Oh my gosh, this is quintessential. (laughs) Mm, So, 15 years. Well, I feel if, if all the billionaires and the millionaires were to ponder this question, because I think this kind of happens a lot among the rich and famous, it seems mm. that there's large age gaps in relationships there for some reason. Mm. Yeah. I think you do see it, don't you? Sometimes you see even bigger age gaps than that, than 15 years. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I've watched some crazy programs over the years. where Yeah, like 30-year age group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big, you know. Huge. And, I, and sometimes I can't quite get my head around it when the age gap is even even larger than that. That's so where yeah. you've got somebody who's a grandma going out with a practically teenage boy exactly I kind of struggle to understand that but that's just my perspective Mm -hmm. but I think where you've got you know 15 years 10 years like there's I think there's six years between me and my partner Mm. so I think it can work but I um, this whole thing about will it last well I don't think it will last if you if you're already doubting it oh so that's the kind of thing for me is well because it doesn't matter, does it? Nothing matters in life as long as you're both happy. So 100%. whether it's an age gap, whether it's different backgrounds, whether it's different religions, whether it's different politics, whether it's um, same sex, different sex, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter as long as you're both happy. But yeah. if you're already doubting it at the start, asking will it last, then oh, there's al- yeah. already something there that you're putting in your own way, which yes. means it probably won't last if you're not, if you don't believe in it and you're not committed to it, yeah. then no, it probably won't. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how, what the age gap is. Oh, completely. And actually, I like that this question has come up because this person, I think they recognize that the doubt is the thing mm. getting in their way. And that's why they're reaching out to Joy Last and Doc Sass, because maybe our advice can help them to at least have faith in themselves and to Mm. realize that the only thing that matters is what you and your partner are working towards. Yeah. The other thing that comes to my mind is uh, kind of what pressure is being placed on them and on the relationship Mm. or what expectations. Mm -hmm. Is there some belief there that, you know, it won't last because other people are telling yeah. this person that it's not going to last or that it's yeah. it's weird or it's different or it mm-hmm. you know what pressure is being put on them both I think yeah. who who else is trying to influence this this relationship and influence the decision making within it oh it feels yeah. like there's something there it doesn't there yeah or p or you get just in your head about like you know searching all the stories on mm. the tabloids about you know crappy relationships in entertainment and politics and with famous people because uh, the thing is is like the news is biased towards the breakups uh, yeah. you don't see new well sometimes you see oh like this couple's very happy but news flourishes on bad news so yeah you're gonna hear about the breakups and the acrimony and so mm. if you're out looking for something to confirm that an age gap is bad and not sustainable then you'll find a lot of news that would tell you that you're right yeah. Yeah. So, well, so what are the things that can get in the way? Like, so there is a 15 year age gap or more. What are some of the things that could trip up a couple if they weren't more mindful? I think it's um, any relationship needs a commitment. So it needs a, mm-hmm. uh, you need to be firmly in it. So you've got to commit to each other. And I'm not necessarily saying through marriage, but there needs to be a commitment where you say, do you know mm-hmm. what? This is the relationship for us we are each other's person, we are there to support each other, 
it starts with that so the right and it's natural to have doubts I'm not saying that all kind of go through and it's just all rosy in the garden it's not so there will be periods of time where you have doubts but it's important to come back to kind of reaffirm that commitment to say actually no I was having a bit of a wobble or I've been having thoughts about this but you and then you address them so um so I think that's one side I think the other side is don't be influenced by the people around you so your friends your family Mm -hmm. because I do really sense that there's this the pressure or the questioning or the doubts I think some of that is external yeah so get out of your own way commit to the relationship don't let other people get in your way because that's not what's important what is important is what you both think yeah and then I think it's about talking about the challenges that come up so Mm -hmm. me and my other half were having some conversations at the weekend and I said I'm just telling you these things they're just thoughts in my head they don't mean anything but I'm just telling you that they're thoughts Mm -hmm. and then being able to have that conversation around it like I've been thinking Mm -hmm. about this recently this has been coming into my mind and I want to share it because when we get the thoughts out of our head and and have a discussion and conversation it just makes them feel scary yeah yeah, totally yeah. less scary and you yeah. can deal with it or you know just sometimes just saying it out loud kind of makes you feel better because you go oh actually that's not even actually true anymore I don't know why that thought is in my head so yeah. a really good friend of mine talks about the thought train and the story train so she said you get to decide whether you jump on the train or not and even if you get on the train you also get to decide are you getting off at stop three or you're getting off at stop six or you're going all oh, the way yeah. You know, so you have a choice yeah. about whether to follow a, a thought or a, a story that comes up for you. You've got a choice right. about whether to board the train or not. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. A lot of stuff can get in the way about your impressions, about the differences between you because of age. Mm. And it can just be a thought. I will say sometimes there is like an age difference really does sometimes create some very different big cultural gaps. My parents were 17 years apart. My dad was 17 years older than my mom. Mm. So my dad was like way too old to be a hippie. And my mom was way (laughs) too young to be a hippie. So there was like this entire social movement that both of them missed because they were on either end of that. And, And I would say that like, I think the age gap, plus the fact they were from different parts of the world, there was just such a different mind a mind space for both of them. Mm. And it was just, it was constant conflict. And, Mm. and I, well, and I would say too, that like, if the age gap is something that where you sort of start off, especially if one of them is underage, uh, never a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, um, the one partner will never forget that they were underage when they started a relationship with like a much older person, just saying, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, I think that some of the cultural things can be really big and immovable and deal breaker things. Mm. But then sometimes people who are quite a number of years apart can weirdly share a very similar ideology. Like maybe Mm. there's a uh, one person who is much older, but in their head, they're like a kid, they're a teenager, they've got lots of life, and they're very young. They will be wanting to look for somebody younger because they themselves in their head are actually quite young and they don't even fit into their age group. And and there are yeah. people like that or and vice versa. Somebody yeah. who's young in age but is very mature and likes to hang out with older people. Mm. I wonder if it might be helpful to look at your age difference and say, what is it that draws us together despite our age? What are, what are the things that, why are we drawn to each other? Because... the math would say that we shouldn't be so what is that that can maybe help you discover your values yeah and that's a beautiful way isn't it to think about the 
again, you're thinking about it from a solution basis. You're not thinking about it from a where are all the faults. You're yeah. looking for the strengths in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and that's really important is to look at what is it about us that makes us great. Yeah. And what is it, had we, had we met each other when we were a similar age, what might've been that thing that we wouldn't have clicked then? Mm. If I had met yeah. them 15 years earlier or later, had they not been in a space in their life, had they not been matured or not, you know, what mm. might have changed? Yeah, I think there is a big impact as well, isn't there, on when you get together. So mm. I think as you get older, then age kind of matters less because yeah. you're yeah. beyond it, aren't you? <laughs> and yeah. you also, I think you reach a certain, I guess the other challenge might be around different financial positions. So yeah. if you've been working 15 years longer, you probably earn a bit more money or you know, it's possible that you could be earning more money. So there may be some challenges with that. Yeah. And it's how do you overcome some of that? But if you get together in, later on in life, then a lot of that doesn't matter anyway. It's all it, yeah. it's all evened out or you're kind of in a similar space, yeah. both mentally and... It can, like 85 versus 70. Sometimes, yeah. weirdly, that doesn't actually end up being that much of a difference yeah because then like health is a major wild card you can have a very unhealthy 70 year old and a rip-roaring 104 year old so yeah yeah but I guess one of the biggest and scariest questions are the matters of life and death so how important is the fear of having disability enter your relationship sooner than you thought Mm. what would happen if you know your partner is significantly older than you and yes in actuarial terms like the same with the U.S. president like the statistics would say that like there's not going to be the same life expectancy as like somebody who's younger. So facing facts as facts, is it worth it to have the relationship that we have now if possibly the life expectancy is going to be very, very different? And what might that look like for you? And I understand from an age point of view, it is more likely that, you know, you are going to have to face that. Mm -hmm. But the reality is none of us know how long we've got, right? Like anything can happen. Yeah. So the other day, my other half was watching, um, keeping an an eye on the football while we're Mm -hmm. organizing barbecue. And um, there was a guy collapsed on the pitch and he was 29 and he had a heart attack. So you just, you just don't know. And I remember when I was younger, what, like a really close family friend um her son died and he was 50 and he had a heart attack so yeah. you just don't know none of yeah. us know how long we've got left so I, for me whilst I recognize there's you know medically it's more likely I still think that wouldn't be a decision factor for me because any of us oh, could yeah. go at any time you could get yeah. you'd have a car accident you could you know anything could happen oh that's lovely I feel really depressed now. <laughs> no I mean and and actually We know that the more we think about this, the happier we are. The more that we think about our mortality, the happier we are. Uh, There was a film, that a a short film that I saw just yesterday, tear-provoking. And Mm. it was by this young filmmaker. I think he was in his 40s. And I didn't know until the end. So it was basically like, you know, his film was an animated short. And he was sort of this solo uh, astronaut on a planet. And this beautiful woman crash-landed into his planet. And she provided his oxygen and his air and they created this beautiful life and they had two kids and then she got sick and she died and he couldn't breathe because she had been his heir and then he just oh my gosh totally and then he discovers that um actually his children are now his heir and that he's not without oxygen it was so the i was like oh that's really sad end credits 
there's a, a photograph of his wife, his children, the, the filmmaker, his wife died of breast cancer. Oh, you break my heart. I know. <laughs> I know. And the children were in the audience. They must have been in their early 20s. And, oh. and he was up on stage telling Whoopi Goldberg that his reason for making the film was when his wife died of breast cancer, he felt like suffocating, panic attacks because he could no longer breathe. His wife had been his heir. Oh, uh, you're bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, I was like bawling my freaking eyes out. Oh. But you're right. We don't know how long. We don't. We don't. But I think because we don't know how long, and we have digressed from this question. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because we don't know how long, um, we do have to be grateful for the small things. We have to appreciate each other yeah. for the little things that we do. We have to yeah. make an effort to do some of those little things. And every day we should really take a moment just to think about the things that we're grateful for. Yeah. And if this is a person in your life who's 15 years older or younger, yeah. and even a year with them or six months with them or three years with them would make your life, your single life on this rock, a beautiful thing, then freaking go for it. Yeah. Because exactly. it'll work out like what is working out? Mm. If it gives you, if working out is the outcome where you actually have this beautiful moment in time with this person... And who knows, maybe you might part on ideological differences. I don't know, you know, yeah. maybe you know, there might be things that, you know, push you apart. But is this the relationship that will give you the beauty in your life right now? Then, yeah, we don't know what's coming around the corner. We don't. And like you say, you've been drawn to each other for a reason. So just go for it. Just go for yeah. it. Don't overthink it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now that you've broken my heart, Anna, thank you for that. I know. I, <laughs> I have know. to say, though, I do love, um, and my partner thinks I'm really weird for this, I love a movie that makes me cry. Yes. I love it. I mean, you feel so alive. Don't you? It oh. makes you feel so thankful, so grateful. It just, it oh. does make you feel alive. 100%. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I knew we'd agree on this. <laughs> I, 100%. Oh, totally, totally. And it's funny, like, and I'm like, well, thank you for letting me, because I feel like I didn't know I was going to bring that film into this podcast, but it was just something that, um, and it was starting to mist and rain during this very film. Mm. So it's almost like she was oh. wherever she was, and she was sending this rain down to the mm. entire, you know, to her husband, to her two daughters, and to the entire audience and was like, and it was a gentle rain, you know, like the, yeah. that misty rain. Yeah. So as I was sort of crowded by this sort of wall uh, with the porta potties, not near, not bad. I was thinking about this beautiful soul mm. creature somewhere in the world, somewhere in the universe, sending yeah. her, you know, wishes down, and knowing that yes, this guy last lost his wife so early, but there he wouldn't have traded a second for it, and it, yeah. you know, he channeled this into his art, and I like that I could bring this to our podcast because, like, yeah. I like thinking about the big things. Yeah, and he's yeah. got two beautiful children. Oh. And they're her, they're his heir. Yeah, I like that. <gasps> Isn't it though? I know. Mm. I I think sometimes we have to like really like our questions. Sometimes we have to zoom out and be like, guys, what's the big picture? Yeah. If this is a wonderful person in your life, if you're with them because of opportunity, not because of fear, mm. then freaking stay the course, man. Don't go anywhere. Lean in. Lean in. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we're full of love this oh, week. We are yes. full of love. Full of love. Yeah. So are you going back on your back deck and like just soaking the sun up? 
with SPF oh, being careful? I am. I am fully SPF'd, but oh, yes. Um, yeah, I'm going out to top up my, my vitamin D. I feel like this nice. is going to help. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I might even go for a walk and hold hands. <gasps> yes. Yes, absolutely. But Just do you because not I can. Exactly, exactly. But you know, your heart rate's not going to go. Well, maybe it will go up. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that little flush of love that you have when you're holding your man's hand. Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds very nice. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so glad summer's come to Jersey because like you guys have been waiting a while. Oh yeah. You guys have been waiting a hot minute. Yeah. We are very, very grateful for the weather. It oh, very good. just makes everything feel better. Totally. Yeah. Well, more avocado and bacon sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're having fish for dinner, so you'll be pleased about that. Oh, we're see, having, there you go. We're going for something healthy tonight. Omega-3s. Yeah. Very nice. Nice yeah. to hear that. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you for that sojourn into the philosophical. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, have a good week. Well, thank you. You as well. Okay. All right. Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.